Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey, I'm Mike Kapler with Joel Brzezinski. Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast. All right. We're glad to have you with us. We're going to be talking some more about our identity in Christ, which is really where our podcast started more than 14 years ago, was focusing in on the the grace of God and what that means for us now, even now, at this moment in this life, and probably for the rest of eternity, if you want to look at it that way. But Joel, I think there are those who who kind of get into the uh, mindset that we're just stuck in this fallen world right now, and we're never going to be what we want to be. And uh, there may be some elements of truth to that. I mean, obviously, there are struggles in this fallen world system, but uh, I think people just think that... um, Have you ever heard of the theology of the now and the not yet? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I think that's missing the mark, where Mm -hmm. people just think that we'll become something after we die that we're not now. And I'm sure there are going to be some things going on on the other side of this world uh, when we enter into it that aren't going on here. But there are some things that are in place for us now that have been gifted to us, given to us through the finished work of Jesus Christ, the blood that he shed by the grace of God that we have in our possession, that we are living in, in reality, not just pretend Uh, God just doesn't see us this way, but we really are, as we just had a couple of programs, we really have been perfected. We really are righteous, but it's not our perfection. It's not our righteousness. It's his in us, and it's been gifted to us by birth. Right, yeah. I mean, people will use the term, a theological term, positional righteousness. Oh, yeah. You know, that type of thing. We're, you it, just we're, made my eyes roll. <laughs> spontaneous, you know, response there. Yeah, and it, the, the whole idea of being positionally righteous, it's it's like what you were saying. People think that God sees us as righteous. We're not really righteous, but he chooses to see us that way. He has special lenses that he sees us through, and he can he can see us as righteous even though we're not really righteous. But indeed, he really has made us righteous. And uh, we need to move on with what we're going to talk about this week, but as far as righteousness goes, it's not like Jesus, who knew no sin— became sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God. It's not that God just saw Jesus as sin, but he actually became sin for us. And so now we have become the righteousness of God in him. Literally, really, it's our identity. We've been born again as righteous people. We've been made new creations. And another thing that people say is, well, we're justified, sure, but, but, there's a sanctification process that needs to happen. We need to be progressively sanctified. We've been justified, but we need to be sanctified, and, and that's kind of our work that we do for God as life goes on. We need to make ourselves sanctified, and we're here to say that this is another thing that has happened as a gift. It's God's gift to us. There's nothing that we can do to make ourselves any more sanctified 
then God has already made us. Now, the word sanctified is the same as the word holy. We've been made holy. He has made us holy. We've been set apart. That's really what that word means. We've been set apart unto God. We didn't set ourselves apart unto God. We couldn't do that. He did it. And it's all through the blood of Jesus, through the the resurrection of Jesus Christ. All of these things have been gifted to us by God because it's something that, that we couldn't do. Yes, it's something we couldn't do. We can't do. We can't sanctify ourselves. Jesus sanctified himself, those are his words, so that we might be sanctified in his truth and, and sanctified in him because he is truth. But what you were just talking about there, Joel, I mean, if you were going to go into business, what's really one of the keys to being successful in business? It's not always easy being successful in business in spite of what some of the politicians in our nation's <laughs> capital think. They just think you just have an endless supply of money, you business people out there, and we're going to take it from you. And so if you're going to try to be successful in business, one of the keys to success is creating a product or service that people are going to want to come back and get more of. In other words, repeat business, right? Mm -hmm. The religious business has come up with a number of different things (laughs) to keep people coming back wanting more. More unfortunately, in their minds, when I say unfortunately, they want more of what God has already gifted them with. So sanctification, because we've heard this before, we've heard religious people, and I get it, they're just telling us what they've been taught. They're handing down to us what has been handed down to them, and they hold it near and dear as a very sacred part of their belief system. They are convinced this is the gospel truth, things like this uh, on the subject of sanctification. So they're saying, yes, okay, forgiven by grace, saved by grace, as you were saying, Joel, justified, but sanctification, being sanctified, is a lifelong process that we must work at that we get to participate in with God to help make us more perfect, more righteous, more acceptable, uh, more forgiven, more all of these things, more clean, and so on. And that's not what the Christian life is meant to be. We have completely, the religious business has completely turned this inside out, backwards, in through the outdoor, however you want to describe it. Uh, We're going at this from completely the wrong direction. And just one example here is what we were just talking about with, okay, you're justified by faith and grace, but you're not sanctified that way. Well, 1 Corinthians 6.11, you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. I don't know how people don't get this. So this is not something we are waiting for in some future life, in eternity, in the sweet by and by. That That's not what we're talking about here. Paul said, you were. This is something that has already occurred. Justification, being cleansed, and being sanctified. 1 Corinthians 6.11 on that one. Right, yeah. It's a done deal. It's something that has already been done. Now, we can, in our behavior, make conscious efforts by the Spirit of God, not in our own fleshly efforts, to set apart ourselves in our behavior. But that's not what we're talking about here. We've talked about it a lot. It's good to avoid sin. It's good to do good. 
It's good to do all that stuff. But none of that stuff makes us any more sanctified than we already are. You were talking about 1 Corinthians 6, where it says that we have been sanctified. The book of Hebrews, which we've talked about a lot on this podcast, the book of Hebrews talks a lot about what has been done already. Jesus Christ, he came to do the will of God. He made himself an offering for sin once and for all. Hebrews 10.10 says, by that will, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Once for all. It's not an ongoing thing. It's been done once and for all. And just a few verses later, for by one offering, he has perfected. Again, we talked about that a week or two ago. He has perfected for all time those who are sanctified. Some versions of the Bible in Hebrews 10.14 says those who are being sanctified, which I don't think that really brings out the, the meaning of the verse here, especially since four verses earlier he said those who have been sanctified. We have been sanctified. So by one offering he has perfected for all time those who are sanctified. The Bible makes it very clear, I think, in many different instances, you know, because we don't like versology. We don't like looking at just one verse and saying that we're going to build a whole entire theology on this one verse. But we can see all throughout the scriptures this whole idea of the sanctification of the believer that has happened once and for all. In Acts 20, it says, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Again, it's a done deal. We have been sanctified. You brought out 1 Corinthians 6 in um, the first chapter of 1 Corinthians. He also says, in his greeting to the church, to the church of God which is at Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus. Now, he was writing to people about some sinful issues that they had going on in their lives, and he says that they are sanctified. So we, we understand from that that sanctification isn't about our behavior. Yes, we have behavior issues that we want to address in our, in our lives, but that has nothing to do with sanctification. We've been sanctified once and for all. And that's where religion has gotten us wrong, is confusing behavior and performance with sanctification. They try to put them into the same ball of wax, and they're not the same thing. It's true that our behavior improvements can be progressive. Peter talked about that in 1 Peter 1. But don't confuse our identity in Christ, the things we've been gifted with through new birth, by grace through faith, don't confuse that with how we behave. If this was all about behavior, let's just go back to the law. Uh, that spells out in an easy 613 commandments, rules, different statutes that were in place. That, that spells out how, how to become sanctified, how to, how to perform and behave in a way that would be more acceptable to God. I mean, that's kind of what the law was about. It was meant to separate this nation of Israel apart from the rest of the world. The law and the sacrificial system was that the centerpiece of, of them trying to attain this place of sanctification and, and righteousness, which they could not, uh, which they could not acquire uh, through that work of the law. So, uh, but that's where that's where people get confused is uh, you know thinking that how you're performing, good, bad, or ugly, how I behave, 
and behavior improvement, man, that can be a really positive thing. Reducing the amount of sin in your life can be a really positive thing, not only for you, but for those around you. Uh, it's not part of who we are in Christ. So, yeah, we encourage you to avoid sinful behavior. But don't confuse that with becoming sanctified or becoming less sanctified or <laughs> any of that, because it just isn't the way it is. So this is where we stand now in Christ Jesus. We have been sanctified through the work of Christ. See, there's no boasting on our part here. There's none. You know, this thing about pursuing sanctification, it puts the spotlight back on us and takes it off Jesus and the cross and the blood that was shed. Right, yeah, and just to wrap it up, you know, Paul said it pretty firmly, I think, in 1 Corinthians one thirty. but of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. He became those things for us. These are God's gift uh, to us. It's not something that we do for him. Well, there's plenty more to talk about when it comes to our born identity, things that we have been gifted with, not that we earn through our performance or behavior. How about this? Forgiveness. We've been forgiven once and for all. We'll talk about the once and for all forgiveness that we have in Christ next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.